Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your weekly Albumholics episode. My name is Aurelio, and I bring to you today a really great band. And I'm here to discuss it with my boy Andy. You don't have to. <laughs> you can just move on, get to the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. That's the end of the episode. You've been you, and we've been great, our Albumholics. What did they say at the end? We've been making that. Yeah. <laughs> nick, nick, nick. Anyways, I'm just trying to avoid having to talk about this band. <laughs> Figure if I can just talk about anything else. Uh, yeah, the uh, the band today uh, is brought to you by one of the finalists on the fifth season of American Idol. By the band, or his name is Chris Daughtry, singer for the band Daughtry. An American rock band who has been surprisingly really successful in the United States in the early 2000s. Yeah. Well, mid, mid-2000s. So, yeah. Andy, do you want to start us off? No. <laughs> Why not? <clears throat> uh, All right, I'll start us off. We got 2006's. Self-titled album, Daughtry. Andy, what did you think? Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna play it safe and go with a C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, not very memorable. Now I'm trying to think how I want to word this. Or talk about this. Yeah. Because this is a very interesting band for one other reason. So, to a lot of people in the 70s, 80s, 70s, there was a band that was considered to be corporate rock. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did not like them at the time because they felt they played too safe and they were just made to be... <laughs> Played on the radio. Uh-huh. You know what band that is? Led Zeppelin? No, that band would be Boston. Oof. Now, I don't think Daughtry's ever going to go on to have the reverence that Boston has. No. But how everybody in the 70s felt about Boston, Boston. is exactly what Daughtry is. <laughs> Daughtry is, holy shit, this guy showed up out of nowhere on, uh, on American Idol. He's yeah. not good enough to win, but you know what he is good enough to do? To make an album that sounds exactly like Nickelback that sells on the radio. So if we just write him, if we just write him a bunch of songs that sound like another minor league Nickelback, mm-hmm. they'll sell. <laughs> and goddamn, did they sell? Oh yeah. Now, with that being said, I feel like the only reason that some of these songs sounded good to me is because some suit paid a bunch of money into market research to craft the best song possible and then found a singer that sounded close <laughs> enough like Nickelback and then just paid for him to have a band that could play the market research-related music and sing like that while also having the popularity of being on one of the biggest shows at the time. American Idol. Yes. <clears throat> and then what you end up with... Daughtry. That is what you end up with. You know what we end up with? We end up with this album going 6X platinum exactly. in the United States. The only reason this album sounds good <laughs> is because it's literally constructed 
through market research to sound good. <laughs> this is an album that was literally produced to sell records. Now, that sounds ridiculous because, well, Woodband isn't making things to sell records. Good point. Good yeah. point, I say, straw man, that but I'm making up on the a, fly. There's a big difference in quality. And- this is literally written from an algorithm of a computer probably wrote these songs that was like, take the Nickelback songs and everything. This is like the, the definition of 2006 rock radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I listen to these songs, they don't sound bad. They don't sound terrible. None of it's bad, as I keep saying, but nothing's good. Like, there's literally nothing good here. You didn't even like the first song? That's their biggest song. Good, because some computer wrote it for him, and then they found a guy who sounds like Chad Kroger, who had (laughs) fame from outside the band. This whole band is literally just made to sell albums. (laughs) Like, this guy fell upwards. Yeah. He he is not here because he worked his way grinding through the bar scenes to finally make it up. No, this man was like, God, this guy sounds a lot like Chad Kroger. Fuck it. Put him on an album. Fuck it. Find me some people that can play the instruments. Put them, put their name as Daughtry and fucking him, put the albums yeah, out there. Have him sing all of these songs that we've pre-made. It's literally what this is. It's literally just soulless music. Like, it's so bad. Like, it, like, like, if it wasn't what it was, if this was like an organic band came up, like, I'll give Nickelback respect. At least they are the original. <laughs> yeah, and they're not as bad as everybody no. thinks. They everybody but. hates them because the internet does. But Daughtry is just a soulless corporate band designed to make money for the record company. Like It doesn't matter what album you put. It's all the same fucking album. <laughs> it just depends on what year it was released and what was popular. <laughs> and it's a shame because he can, he can sing, but yeah. he's just so shoehorned into the style <laughs> of music that was popular whatever time the goddamn album comes out. <laughs> That you get Daughtry. It's just dude, like, bro. Dude, I'm dying over here. Bro, you ever see those things where they like they show a commercial and they all sit in there and it's a, it's a fucking focus group. They probably focus grouped every song on this goddamn album. And we're like, did you like this? No, take it off the fucking album. What did you like about this song? Oh, you like this? All right, let's start incorporating that into more songs. This is just what you can do if you have the money to do market research in 2006. And then you had a singer who sounds vaguely like other rock singers at the time. But this, not quite. But not quite. But not quite. Yeah. Just enough to go, oh, 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 that's Daughtry. No, that's why every single goddamn song by Daughtry has over a million fucking listens on Spotify. <laughs> because it's one, it's in every goddamn playlist for the 2000s. Two, yeah. it's literally made so people will enjoy it. I know. I can see the graph. It's just me yelling into the microphone. Because I can't believe you made me listen to this corporate sellout. It's what this music is. It's just sellout. Like, it's so bad. But again, it sounds so fine. The music literally sounds fine. It's enjoyable to listen to. But that's what makes it terrible. It's because it's not like they were just writing good songs and, oh my God. Nobody talks about Daughtry. Because because they were having good music. It's not like anybody's ever going to talk about the greatest runs of albums of all time and go, yo, but the Daughtry run from 2006 to 2020? Yo, absolute fire, dog. No, everybody understands what Daughtry is. It's just a corporate sellout of music. Like, there's still five albums to go, and it's not going to get any better. 
Like, it's just so goddamn bad and soulless. We've talked about albums that were sterile. <laughs> this doesn't even come close. This is literally an album. If you had a record company that could just throw money at it. <laughs> they they invested in this and the fact that they knew they were going to get their money back. I can't fucking believe how bad this... Like I said, at least Nickelback was the original. This is a completely safe album where every song on the album was designed for maximum radio play. All right, anyways, what do you think of the album? Oh, my God, dude. That is exactly how I feel about Dodger, by the way. <laughs> Complete and utter, just sellout, safe. Like, there's nothing in this band that is, like... Uh, I don't know. There's like no soul in any of it, just like you were saying. You know what? I will go so far as to say that bands like Daughtry are what killed rock music on the radio. Like it just killed it straight up as a genre. Yeah. Like, like rap took over about this time. It was already pretty big, but rap has been the dominant genre of music for 20 years now. Yeah. Except for that weird time, Bro Country came up, which was just fucking rap about beer, women, and trucks in America. <laughs> right. But Daughtry is what killed rock music in America. Bands like Bands Daughtry. like this. They're because, dead man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say that this is music for people who enjoy beating their wives. This is music for people that just have no taste. <laughs> this is... So, so every song on this friggin' album, except for the first song, is about... Well, actually, no, they're all some sort of love song. Yeah. And they're all freaking like, they all follow the same pace. They all follow the same chord progressions. They all follow the same like chorus style there. It's like every song is like, you could throw all of these in random order. You could throw them in with a hundred other million, you know, whatever songs from this era. They all sound the same. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. This is a corporate made band. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he definitely wasn't in this band pre-American Idol. Nope. Yeah, this was made after he lost an American Idol. Yeah. Dude, I don't even feel like I need to talk about the other individual albums. <laughs> Why not? We man? will, but I don't even feel the need to. <laughs> like, this is just such a sterile, sellout fucking band. Yeah. Dude, there's... So, one of the songs on here, it's a What I Want, and it features Slash. Yeah. When they when they put When that song played, I was like, man... These guys are trying to act like they're hard, like they're actual hard rock, you know, guys. They have Slash coming on here, throwing in some generic guitar riff or whatever. It's literally what it was. Yeah, and then and then the next song is some sappy love song or, you know, breakup song. or It's just like, what was the point of that? Every it's, song on every album was literally written to be a single. Yeah, literally There's, every song. There is no experimental songs. There is no nothing. You are correct. Every song follows the same pace and same format. It was like, it was like, holy shit, we got somebody on American Idol that won't be a pop singer. They can sing rock. Mm-hmm. Bro, find them any band of fucking uh, studio musicians. Dude, did you know that this was the fastest selling rock album in the history of whatever they use to track album sales. Literally killed rock music. (laughs) It's because it's literally... I I joke, but I also think they might be single. Serious, I'm pretty sure they focus group this music. Yeah. Dude, there are are 12 songs on this album, and there are seven singles. 
like literally every song, like you're saying, yeah. is bred to be a single. That's what I'm telling. Like literally, for how every song by Daughtry has over a, like on every album, every song on Spotify by Daughtry has over a million listens. Mm-hmm. But yet, nobody is ever in the history of music going to talk about the amazing stretch of runs of great albums that Daughtry had because they're that's not why they're popular. Mm-hmm. They're not popular because they're good boundary pushing music. They're popular because they're literally made. Yeah, they literally take um every album that's really say look at what was popular that year. Yeah, and, then and they, make the album about that. Yep, and it's, we definitely see that going forward. Yeah, with their albums. Yeah, I literally when I got through the second one and I noticed that I looked at the remaining albums and I looked at the years and I pretty much had a guess about what they're what the music like. was going to sound like and I was right. Yep. On every single one. Bro. <laughs> well, anyways, that's the first album. <laughs> I feel like uh, we, we you aired out all year. Well, the thing is, is like you listen to this and it, it doesn't sound bad. But that's yeah. what's bad about it. Yeah. Is you know. That there's nothing special right. about it. Like this shit, literally the first single was released <laughs> November 21. 2006. The last thing was released July 28th. They milked this album until the next one came out in 2009. Yeah. Which is? Next album here, Leave This Town. They should have left the music industry. Bro, seriously. <laughs> Although, it does have less singles. Yeah, this, this album only went platinum. Yeah. It didn't go six times platinum, so... Which is, which is a good thing because this band, you know, has gone down in record sales. You know what the Since. number one leading song off this one was? What, Leave This Town? Yeah, you know, not the song. But it basically sums up me listening to this. Yeah, no surprise? Yeah, there was uh, no surprises here. <laughs> I knew exactly what this was going to be. And guess what? It huh. was. This is the only time I've ever agreed with a Sputnik music review. <laughs> I gave it a two out of five. Yeah, I'm surprised you're rating it that high. Well, you know, when the bottom not is terrible, da- when the bottom is Danzig Five, everything sounds a lot better. Okay, that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Danzig Five, man. Oh it's my just, god! Again, it's the same shit. It's just soulless. It's literally just designed to sell. It was yeah. literally. It's, uh, this band has shown, for at least for these. The second album, it showed absolutely no growth. They tried to do what they could with the first one, but they didn't do it as good. So you got a less, a more generic sounding album that spawned less good material, even though it's not that good. They put this album down as genre, as post-grunge, all right? Think about that for a minute. Just just think about that this in, your, has in your head. No relation to Let me tell you the charts that these songs appeared on. Adult Top 40, Billboard Hot 100, and Adult Contemporary. Shit, Adult Contemporary? The only thing fucking close to anything that's worth being on for a post-grunge album is the Hot 100. <laughs> it, it didn't make it to the best rock. Nope. It make it to the best... There's not a grunge one. Basically, yeah. it just didn't make it to rock. This is just sellout. Does this one guy produce all of their albums? I would believe it. I think for a majority of them. Let's see what else he produced. Oh, man. Arena Rock. Yeah, that sums it up. 
Wow, three days grace for my chemical romance and Daughtry. At least two other ones have legs to stand on. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, Daughtry's still a band. Brothers. <clears throat> we just got hit two Motorhead albums and a death. He did three Motorhead albums. Who, Howard Benson? Yeah. And a Sepultura. Sepultura. And a body count. Interesting. And now I gotta see what now I gotta see what uh two PODs. He did the good POD album. Really? Well, he did a crazy horror, a crazy town one. That's dude, not, he didn't. He did In Flames albums. Dude, he was he did the reason. He did. He did Papa Roach. Dude, Otep. Oh my God! <laughs> did he seriously do which one? I think it is. No, he did. He did. Dude, he did. Dude, he did. He for Flyleaf. This guy did one X. Oh. Oh. What's one X? It's, it's, Three Days Grace, oh. the best album. <laughs> this guy. This guy did that? I, I don't know. This guy did everything. Dude, he also did Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah, no fucking surprise there. <laughs> oh, he did a Creed one, too, because why not? <laughs> oh, he did a Flyleaf album. Yeah, multiple. Actually. Memento Moray. Not S- even the good Memento Moray. Skillet. Another Three Days Grace. <laughs> or Thern Heights. Yeah, this dude has produced a lot. Holy Actually, crap. yeah, like a lot of good albums too. Like I was mm-hmm. just shitting the guy, bro. This guy did a Daughtry one, and then it says Batman Arkham City the album. <laughs> Are you serious? That <laughs> actually has done a lot of. <coughs> okay, I okay. I have a little more respect for this guy. Yeah, because he's done quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, you, you, no one's bad in a thousand. Oh, he did a Bless the Fall album. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Howard Benson. I'd like to reframe from what I said. But all your Daughtry albums are goddamn shit. <laughs> but Which, I'm pretty sure they just gave him a check and were like, yo, all you got to do is follow this generic formula. Do not deviate from it, yeah. and you will be rich. And he's like, bro, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, right. Sign me up. Just show up, follow the script, and move on. We just need to, you to put your name on this so it doesn't look like we just shielded or sold out. You know. No way Daughtry did the Batman Arkham City. They might have did like one song or something. Yeah, what's on here? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Probably a song nobody remembers. I can't even find the Koei did one. Oh, Drowning You. Anyway, should we get back to what's actually this episode? We're just trying to find anything so we don't have to talk about Daughtry. Yeah, I was going to say, do you really want to go back to talking about Daughtry? <laughs> yeah, though? so I can be done talking about Daughtry. <laughs> like, the sooner we get it over with, the better. Yeah, man, I gave that album... Wait, what is it? Uh, Who cares? It sucks. Yeah, the second album, Leave This Town. I gave it a C-. minus. Okay. very soulless and heartless. Should we move on to Dude, another? Dude, Danzig 5 is hard to be like... This is as bad as Danzig 5. You That's know? what I'm saying. Like, that is the bottom. <laughs> it's like Danzig 5, Lars is drumming post-injustice. <laughs> that solo from uh, World Painted Blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of soulless, lifeless things, should we move on to another post-grunge album? Yeah, the uh, the next one here. Break the Spell, which, you know... Contrary to the name of the album, they didn't break. <laughs> they didn't break anything. anything. Yeah, they didn't break anything in this album. Ugh. Oh man, so 
story for you real quick. <laughs> so it's not about Daughtry. I'm all No, it is about Daughtry. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so back when I worked at in the electronics department at Meyer, Yeah. Man, they had this freaking song crawling back to you on those TVs back there on the TV wall. I swear it was like six times an hour. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe more and i always heard it like i would block out everything and then when that song came on for some reason i heard it and i hated the freaking music video because it had like this weird like zoom in and out thing you know from underneath them so it looked like they were i don't know dude i hate that song but it's like it this whole album is again more of the same just uh-huh. straight up what was popular at the time let's throw it into this you know, band, and then put on an album. You know, I was looking at uh, Crawling Back to You. Yeah. It's on the album. It's three minutes and 45 seconds. There's a radio edit that's three minutes and 38 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably takes off to, like, two seconds in the intro. <laughs> Honestly. Dude, the, the first song, or the first single off this freaking album, Renegade, <sighs> if there was ever a song that you that you made to try to make yourself seem tough this is it mm-hmm. this is like because all their freaking songs are sappy mopey you know love or relationship things like that and uh this song is like a little bit faster a little bit heavier and then uh and it's just about like yeah i'm tough i like to break the rules and you know ain't nobody gonna hold me down but it's like no dude do you not know the other 30 songs that you guys have played Dude, like, oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot, but <clears throat> who cares, honestly? Oh, shit. Oh, whatever. Fuck it. Oh, that's what it was. Bro, I would be listening to this fucking shit when I was, you know, trying to not bleed out my ears. Yeah. And I'd be listening to it, and I'd be listening to it, and I'd be listening to it. Ears. And all of a sudden, I realized I was like six songs from where I started. Yeah. And I was like, bro, there's no way I listened to six fucking songs. And sure enough. It was. And they all sounded the same. I yeah. can't tell when one starts and one ends. They are very, uh, they all kind of blend together, yes. Very, very generic and uninspiring and soulless. Well. I don't know. I, I wrote down, I was like, how many freaking songs can you make? about the same goddamn subject and then i thought about it and i was like well you know slayer did like 30 albums and they're all about war and death so yeah but they're all different but songs about war that and death. is true that is true like some of them just weren't even good yeah they just seemed really forced no i meant like the slayer songs oh yeah but all of these are made to be good <laughs> but they're not and that's what makes them bad it's like, I mean, you know, you see something that's just so imperfect that it's not fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so flawless and they're not, they're not flawless songs. But, but it's like yeah. heavily processed and like there's, there's you can't hear any mistakes that they would right. like make, you know, with like their finger sports switching on the guitars that they somehow still have in these albums. Um, because they don't any later. No. <clears throat> I I well I'll, I'll talk about this when I get to 
the song that's on it. Where the fuck is the track listing for this? this for album? what, the next album? Yeah. No, wait, that's just because I was on one song for it. Oh. Uh, yeah, should we just move on with our lives? Yeah, let's move on to there, you know, when we start getting to the good stuff here. He got uh, baptized from 2013. Oh, yeah. Andy, what did you think of this album? Oh, man, I gave it a C. <laughs> Not even a C minus? Oh, I gave it a C minus. I just thought that was implied. <laughs> Waiting for Superman has to be one of the worst songs ever written in life. Dude. It's just so bad. <laughs> Lyrically, commercially, just, just fucking terrible. Dude. I hated fucking battleships, man. Okay, that's oh pretty bad. Oh my god, the chorus of that song is so fucking bad. You know what song I kind of didn't mind at first? Yeah. And then I just kind of was thinking about the lyrics in my head, and I'm like, wow, uh-huh. this is literally written to be a sellout song. It covers so <laughs> many. It was long live rock and roll. Yep. I was like, you know, it's not bad. Then I'm thinking about like, Bro, they went through like four decades of music just naming popular things. Like, you remember this band? Hey, yeah. you remember this band? Yeah, hey, right. you remember this band? Let's, uh, you know, we can make a hit single off of just naming other popular bands. But, dude, you ain't wrong. Battleships, that was, that was fucking terrible. terrible. Dude, I just put a smiley face as my, <laughs> or a, no, a, a, a frowny face <laughs> as my score for this fucking album. I hated it so much. It's literally like, in, this album came out in 2013 when, guess what genre of music was popular? The Imagine Dragons genre. Pop rock. Yeah. Guess what this album is? Yeah. Pop, Pop rock. rock. Dude, this is this is the new age of rock, and I hate it. No, no. The next two. The next two are okay. the new age of this rock. Is, this is starting to get into the new age of rock. Yeah. And it's just pre-programmed oh. drums. Dude, as soon as I hit it, as soon as I saw the date for the next album, which is 2018, 2018, I said to myself, I was like, it's gonna have the electronic drums. Yep, it's gonna have. Dude, this one had the electronic. Yeah, drums but already. not as bad. You could yeah. still hide it, and there was still. Yeah. I was like, this one's gonna be more like beat track. The next album, which yep. we'll get to, and sure enough, first song is like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, this is I I. I didn't think Daughtry was going to be this bad. I knew they were going to be bad. Yeah. But I didn't... Because I going into Daughtry, I only, know, I only knew Crawling Back to You and um, the first song off the first album, which was uh, It's Not Over. That was the only two songs that I knew by that band, but I just knew that they were pretty damn big, popular, sold a lot of albums, they're a very successful band, and I wish they weren't successful. But you know that's just our opinion. I like this. I'm gonna read this as it rose. More unexpectedly, there's also a banjo shuffle where Daughtry chooses Van Halen over Van Hagar, catalogs oh. some of his here other heroes, and wonders who wrote whole songs. Long live rock and roll! It's called a defense, perhaps against anybody claiming guys like him helped kill it. <laughs> God. Dude, it's literally just like Long Live Rock and Roll. Was li- the lyrics are literally just like, Bro, you remember Van Halen? Hey, you remember Van Hagar? Hey, yeah. you remember that conspiracy theorist about whether Kurt Cobain wrote whole songs? Yep. Throw that in there. You, my, yeah. Molly Crew or uh, somebody else? It's just, bro. Yeah, that song is terrible. This whole album is terrible. And it was like, What do we like? Elton John or Billy Joel? And I'm like, bro, ain't nobody ever in their life. <laughs> comparing the two? They're comparing them, but ain't nobody in their life understanding who is better. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel, good. Elton John, really good. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> we like we love like battle shifts and the cannon goes boom, 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 dude. boom, boom, oh boom, boom. My, dude, I stopped that song halfway. The first after the first chorus, I just stopped that song. I was like, I can't. That is an awful fucking chorus. Uh, where is this one again? Uh, someone gave L- Long Live Rock and Roll a positive review, saying he cleverly reminisces about Billy Joel and grunge in a country-style rave-up. However, he comments negatively on Battleships with the stunningly weird chorus, We Love Like Battleships, and then the cannon goes boom, 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 which is, well, crazy and makes you wonder if he's gone too far. <laughs> And then concludes by saying Daughtry broadens his sound. Only broadened it because what was popular changed. Mm-hmm. Bro. You know the only other band I consider that would be close enough to Daughtry to also hate? Um, Theory of a Dead Man? Train. <laughs> Train? I only know one song by Train. And it's, they did Drops of Jupiter, right? Yeah, they did two. And Hey, Soul Sister. Which is also oh, another sellout song. I think I know that one, yeah. Although I, st- I, I would say Drops of Jupiter is way better than anything Daughtry's ever recorded. Hey, bit Okay, yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. And I don't even think Drops of Jupiter is that good either. I, I still can't believe they also named their greatest hits. It's not over. Like, you don't have to remind us that you're still making music. <laughs> like, you don't have to brag. It really should have been. I know, I just saw that too. It should have been over. <clears throat> the hits, oh, it's also the hits so far. So that means they're going to come out with another one. It's like, it's still not over. Another section of the hits. You don't have to brag that somehow you're still alive through your corporate They backing. could literally probably... Let's see Let's see what songs are on this album. The hmm, It's not over. Hmm. Oh. All seven singles from the first album. <laughs> the four from the second album. The three from the third album. Yeah, it's just literally all there. And then two new singles. That's not surprising. No well, surprise there. Fuck it. Let's move on. What? Just like Daughtry should have. 2018's awesome. Bro, even Cage the... to rattle. Even the album artwork is like just mainstream <laughs> shit. Which is a, uh, a heart with a rib cage in it. Or yeah, something. but just like color scheme and all that. And yeah. It's just, ugh. This album's terrible. I'll give it a C-. minus. The only thing that was good about this album is that it was their shortest. (laughs) (laughs) You were not wrong. This is literally just another song of what was, or another album of what was popular Mm -hmm. that some people call the group's strongest and most mature work. Yeah, I I don't, I don't get that. I, I, I don't know who. I don't even know why they said this is the first album with a drummer. That dude didn't even do any drumming. They yeah. might as well say this is the first album with the pro- new programmer. Yeah, the new drum programmer. Yeah. Dude, I I was listening to this album. I'm like, oh man, they're a, a Christian rock band now. Because <laughs> half their songs are about God and spirit and spirituality and things like that. Complete change from, you know, at least they're doing something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Alternative adult easy listening. <laughs> what? I I just read Son of the next album. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing for those. <sighs> I don't dude. <laughs> Some terrible song. Oh look at it. It was, it was sick to cages of rattle still. I know. I'm trying to come back, but 
There's just there's no substance. What are you talking about? Hey, do you ever want to hear a mashup of what's popular on the radio in a certain year? Pick up the new Daughtry album. Come yes. to a Walmart bargain bin near you. <laughs> a Walmart bargain. Bin. Dude, it literally even in the. T- <laughs> or get it at your Starbucks checkout. <laughs> right next to Kenny G and whatever album uh, somebody else put out. Bro, literally in the top like little breakdown of the thing on Wikipedia, it even tells you that this is the shortest Daughtry album. To, yeah. It's like, bro, if you're going to start with an album, try to start with this one. It's the shortest fucking one. Yeah. To give you all you need to know. <laughs> and this is apparently their most strongest work. And if you don't like this, you ain't going to like the rest of it. It took them two fucking years to record yeah, dude, this album? I was, I was just reading that. It's like, this has been their most fun and most challenging album they've ever made. It took that them two years. In, the fucking, whatever they came with, came up first, the focus groups must not have liked. Yeah. They were like, no, send it back. Dude, there's a, there's a song on this album called White Flag. It is a perfect example of everything that I hate with this style of music. <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't know. I, I, I always call it the Imagine Dragons style of music, that big arena pop rock, like where it has no substance to it and it's just all chorus and, you know, the synthesized drums and some electronic noise in the background driving the song. Dude, it's terrible. Bro, have you looked at how many people work on each one of these albums? Like a thousand probably. Pull that shit up. Jesus Christ. There is, okay, there's the band. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six people in the band. Then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen people. Dude, they probably had there's to, 23 people that took to make this one album. Dude, there are probably people that like quit halfway through and they're like, fuck it, I can't do this. It took 23 people to make 38 minutes worth of music. <laughs> and this is what they could come up with. Yeah, and it's like that in every album. Yeah, that that's that's exactly like what you were saying um the corporate like pre-made um music just like with the pop industry, you know, you have the singer, I'm just going to use like Ariana Grande as an example. Yeah. But, you know, they have the singer and then everybody in this studio and whatever writes the songs. And then they just sing them. Right. You know, they'll have the ghostwriter. They have the actual people doing all the instruments. They have the people mixing it, doing all that stuff. And they just, the artist just sings. They don't do anything else. Like, I don't know. It's just terrible. Very terrible. All right, let's fucking move on to the last one so we can go home for the night. <sighs> all right. Oh, so what I was laughing at when I got to this one, by the way, of 2021s. Yeah, 2021s. Dearly beloved. Mm-hmm. Is they started a goddamn tour for this, and the opening bands were Seven Dust and Tremonti. Like, how far do you have to fall to be the opening <laughs> band to Daughtry in 2021? <laughs> also, I forgot Tremonti was even a band. I don't even know who that is. You would know him. As best known as the lead guitarist of rock bands Creed and Alterbridge. Mm. And then Seven Dust has one song. <laughs> hey man, they have like ten albums, okay? Yeah, but only one song. 
<laughs> so I, I bet you right now, if I go to fucking Spotify, it's like that one song. It's like 800 million views. Yeah, and then followed by like, like 10,000. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> wow, it's a lot closer than I thought. And I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember what song it is. Dude, I don't know any Seven Dust songs, at least off the top of my head. Maybe I'm thinking of a whole nother band. I'm probably thinking of a whole nother band, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, Seven Dust ain't it also, you know, the most. I'm going to have to go through this and figure out which album it was. By their first album. It'll be something more exciting. Oh my God, that's so many albums. How many do they have? Jesus. I mean, if you take out some of the, I mean, we're not not doing Seven Dust. Dude, we're going to do Seven Dust someday. Maybe next week. That's not my pick. <laughs> yeah. I heard you got a good pick, so I'm excited to hear it. Oh, I've got what'll be an interesting pick, I think. <laughs> Anyways, should we finish up this Dodger experiment they're on for some reason? Yeah. The only the only thing about this album was that there was one song that I actually kinda thought was okay. Of course you did. And it was Changes Are Coming. Because it was actually different from everything else that they have put out their entire career. It was Finger Eleven I was thinking of, by the way, not Seven oh. Dust. Why, what song? Paralyzer. Never mind. I don't know. Oh. A single song by Seven oh. Dust. Yeah, yeah. But still, I know the band. Anyways, yeah. what song did you like? Sorry. Uh, 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 changes Are Coming. But because there ain't it's, no changes coming to Daughtry. I know, but Unless I mean, that changes. song is actually kind of different. Wow, the Corbin It's like must- actually a hard rock song that doesn't. Is it isn't about like how tough they are or whatever? Maybe the corporate money finally ran out. Yeah. So, but every other song on the freaking album is generic radio rock that has that terrible new age rock sound to it. So, yeah, Great. trash album. Other than that one song, which I thought was it's like a C plus tier, maybe C on a C minus album. So, wow. Yeah. This is whatever shit rose to the top, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Which I read the least density. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, that was thirty minutes of my life so far that I'm never getting back. Man, what did you think about Daughtry, huh? <laughs> well, it's better than Danzig Five, uh, which is saying a whole lot. <laughs> uh, C minus, maybe bordering on D. Like, like if D was 59.9, Daughtry would be an even 60. <laughs> and that's only because it showed up and got the attendance points to it knock it upside. The, it failed every test, but apparently attendance was 60% of the grade. <laughs> uh, I, I would give them like a C minus, yeah. They're... I, I regret choosing Daughtry <laughs> just because it made my ears bleed. And yeah. it made my brain numb listening to it. So not props to them for being rich, but soulless music. Yeah, that has no. I don't know. Oh, it should be a war crime to make people listen to fucking Daughtry. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, Andy, what do we got coming up? Got a person I've never heard a single song by, or have ever heard of before this person recommended it to me. All right. They've only got three albums, and one of them's 23 minutes, so we should be able to blow to that real quick. Okay. It's Sullivan King. It sounds really familiar. 
they're pretty new. I looked at their their first album was in 2019. Okay, I I feel like I I don't know anything by them, obviously, but let's look up what kind of genre music there. So we oh, oh great, I already typed it in. It said American DJ. <laughs> okay, what do we uh, got? Is known as American disc jockey and heavy metal musician. Mm-hmm. Genre dance and electronic. It says it's metal music. Metal God. <laughs> what? Metal EDM hybrid sound. Oh God. God damn it. Well, tune in for whatever we're about to get into. Sullivan King, right? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll talk about uh this new genre we found that we like. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you.